0: Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also Munda, the show formerly known as NXT D Yes. Oh. AW Dynamite AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said though, joined by Michael Hamlet, digitally at least. I had this whole bit planned out, by the way, Hamlet. If you were here wow. on the soundboard, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, Hamlet. Um, you know, obviously I wasn't here last week, but uh for those who Miss Smackdown, let's have a quick recap of what happened. And then I was gonna press play. We probably would've got into loads of trouble for this. I was gonna press oh, play okay. and just use a clip of like an Oscar winning film. Like, oh, sorry, that was a different uh, uh, a different Oscar. What what are you?
1: I was gonna, I don't have the technical ability to, to make things appear on the soundboard, but I did a version of that in the office <laughs> with Sidge and, and he just completely no sold it. Like I was like, you know Sidge, they don't even use, um, they don't even use uh, ACDC anymore as the theme. He was like, yeah, yeah, I, I realized they changed it. Like it's not how oh, you ready for a good time, is it? It's the other one it has been that way for yonks now, isn't it? It's just, I've normally like skip the opening credits. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of want them things where you kind of forget, don't you? But I, I, I really listened this week and I loved it. And then I just hit play on the video that was like queued up on my computer. And it was, and I just thought, if I had the technical know-how to get that on the soundboard, like I could have done that with you. Yeah. Both bits have died because we're doing it over this. Why is it meats? What are we using now? Google meats. We're using yeah. Google meats. We're using yeah. It's uh, that's rubbish. There's nothing wrong. Pearl was, and Dean, by the way. It was Pearl and Dean, Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, no. I was feel the need to preface one of our meats chats with like the, nobody's got COVID. Just no, preface, no, no. Like, yeah, nobody's got COVID. I just have to uh, pick up my kids today because the system doesn't have to work. So missed
0: out on some delicious Mallorcan sweets in the office okay. as well.
1: Can you make sure that some are saved, please? For, yeah. for Sunday? which, which food would you like banana or cherry? Oh, uh, cherry, please. Yeah. This can be one of those situations. Well, hang on, wait a minute, though. I was going to say, is this going to be one of those situations where after Christmas the only sweets left in the celebration are the bounties, but they're not in your house, are they? Yep. Because, well, they are, but yeah. you get benefit from that. Uh, bounties are lucky goated. so oh, like my wife bought um about the ice creams the other day. Oh, God. I was absolutely raging. there has <laughs> <laughs> been boiling. I know you've been in Menorca. It's been boiling. Was it Menorca or Mallorca? Mallorca. You were in Mallorca, right? So uh, hot anyway, they're both hot. Yeah. Um, it's been boiling here, by the way. And I just thought, oh, yeah, this is what I really want. Uh, I knew we had, right? I knew we had chalk ices, like OG chalk ices got yeah. right? Rocket right. You choc ices can go. Apparently they're gonna go. You heard about this? Don't you don't t- tease me with this? I've seen this, I Heard about this. Chalk ices are on the chalk chalking block, basically. Um, they might be in trouble. Go and Google it later on. I'm sure I saw some stuff, <laughs> so unless it was like some fake news or AI-generated panic content while it was really <laughs> hot Yeah, and another thing about the weather UK, the game with chalk ice, you like <laughs> right that. But anyway, I'm sure chalk ice are in trouble. Chalk ices rocket lollies, but the kids like them. And uh bounty ice creams. And the thing was, I was I'd gotten myself excited to have what I thought had been purchased, which was uh, Snickers ice cream. Yeah. And I, I think Snickers is best in class in terms of ice cream. Ice cream developed from chocolate bars personally, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know you disagree, you're a bounty freak.
0: But- That's where go Mars, actually. Mars is, is up there for me.
1: Well, I think the Mars bar ice cream is better than the Mars bar. Yeah. I will say that, but I think in terms of best conversion, I think Snickers wins the day for me. <laughs> um, however, it was a bit like, You know when you're absolutely busting to go to the toilet for ages and then you finally see the toilet in sight so your body and your brain starts letting go ahead of going to the toilet and then you get up close and it's locked and it's out of order. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Like my body and brain had got itself ready for a Snickers ice cream. I saw the bounties and I wanted to like Smash them up like Alan Partridge hacksaw in his cereal. Like I could just save them for other people to eat. But I wanted to throw them against the brick wall. I was so furious with him. So Here and another thing. While you've been off, do you know what else has happened? What Subway has gone to the dogs. I never get Subways anymore. And I actually decided to treat myself because I was in a bit of a hurry, and there was one close by. And they didn't wash the frigging knife. And like my sandwich was cut with the last sandwiches. Oh no! I think it was like ranch or brown sauce or something. Oh but like the edges of my foot long were just they were they they had to be given to the birds <laughs> so little update on my world
0: uh, i'm officially old now because we went uh you know my wife's heavily pregnant i didn't want to have to stress about yeah. anything on this holiday it was very much uh, baby moon is that what it's called when just Happy like pre big arrival we're just going to sit about by the pool and not stress out so we went went all inclusive now, previously on all-inclusive holidays, that has meant there is a drink in my hand from the moment I get up to the moment I go to bed. <laughs> like, when we went all-inclusive for our honeymoon, when I got back, I had withdrawal symptoms because I wasn't having a book's fizz with breakfast, basically.
1: I've, I've felt this every day since we got back from Vegas because the $2 beers were yeah. just like, oh, where's my breakfast beer? <laughs> but the, the thing is,
0: obviously, I'm just, just like, well, it's going to be a bit... Shan to be just getting yes. plastered whilst Anne mm-hmm. louise is you know heavily pregnant swollen hot etc mm-hmm. so i've I very much sort of limited my drinking but did not don't worry listeners i still made the most of the all-inclusive because uh, along with eating far too much at every meal time mm-hmm. you know why have one breakfast when you can have three oh, yeah. <laughs> will i have, will i Will I have um a, a pan of chocolat and like a full english uh or some just like a flexion of fruit uh, why not all three <laughs> and then have a little sleep until lunchtime
1: I, I resent people that get one breakfast at a breakfast. Oh. it really annoys me like at, at least right get your cereal obviously and then get your cooked breakfast at a minimum get those two because normally like there's a chance that you might do that at home on occasion somebody might like have some cereal and then somebody else might be like you know what i'm gonna stick a breakfast on you like all right yeah play something yeah. So a bare minimum do that. Yeah. But then when they have the stuff that like only really, like middle to upper class people and the set of Sunday brunch having when it comes to <laughs> breakfast, like a pan of chocolats and the croissants. Like as it's one thing, if you get croissants in for breakfast, no judgment, but you're probably not going to get those in as well as getting all no. the ingredients for a full English breakfast no. or several ranges of cereals. And by the way, a machine that will make you four different types of coffee. Like, i'm speaking i'm not even speaking of these international inclusions i'm not about a premier in like mm-hmm. I just yeah. really cross when people don't like nutella they have nutella there well we've got nothing to spread it on just get the nutella and eat it with a spoon <laughs> like for god's sake it's the it's really expensive now cost living crisis excuse me there's like a jar of nutella there and uh like i don't know the last um a bagel for example in, yeah. the, in, in the pile of bread just take bagel <laughs> like, fill your bag with bananas and apples for later in the day yeah yeah yeah. it really winds me up when people treat it like it's just breakfast in the house so eating far too much and then we all get into greek yogurt once no pots were as big as his head but it was like well if if you're having it we paid
0: great come on all right so i went up to the bar and they had some weird rules and like some drinks weren't all inclusive or sometimes the day you had to pay for them whatever and but one of the days i go up and I'm just like, oh, can I just have like a, you know, um, a lemonade and a Coke or whatever. And then I saw they had ice creams. And mm-hmm. i was like, oh, OK, can I have like a, what ice creams And you got? And they're like, I'll give this list out. And I was like, I'll just have a, I should have a strawberry Cornetto. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. And they hand it over and I'm waiting to pay for the ice cream. And they were like, oh, no, no, sir, that's on the all inclusive. <laughs> so let me tell you how um, many yeah. ice creams I ate. <laughs> any time where I was like I feel a little bit peckish looks like it's Cornetto o'clock brother
1: <laughs> I've never heard of this before like all including
0: like the, the scoop that I am not yeah, yeah. I in heard the, of, it. the but there was like the bar outside so I just would come over and like the bloke would basically see me coming and go, oh, going like, <laughs> like just just complete debauchery of just like Gonna have three cornetos today probably time until lunch time
1: <laughs> comes to the point where you're just getting them in one sitting as well so it's like you've just got the crumbs i sit six please <laughs> <laughs> my wife's pregnant uh, dot, dot, dot. so she better have something too <laughs> yeah oh man i need to when you get back i'm not um not much of a guy for holiday is this count as a med my geography's is terrible i'm not much for holidaying on the med not really my in my bag i prefer to get in the sludge of the united states of america and live there um <laughs> but um i am um, this you're kind of selling me on it a little bit yeah, yeah. anyway let's talk smackdown oh i thought we were just gonna do twitter stuff i thought we were done it's been brilliant <laughs> well uh i watched
0: smackdown when i got back uh yeah. and I, I i text you about watching uh, punk, punk yeah. oh yeah that preview's coming a little bit later on today with me and Sige, don't worry um and I held back on texting you because I've been saying this for quite some time now about how this is quite possibly the greatest wrestling storyline I've ever seen. <laughs> and um yep, it was the right decision to oh. not title on Cody at WrestleMania because we then we got the moment on last week's SmackDown of the full implosion of the bloodline, which I thought putting the Cody stuff to one side for a
1: second, yeah, yeah. I thought was perfection. It was amazing it was absolutely amazing um you can listen and i know you have you'll listen to it on the holiday and for san luis to listen to it but you can listen to mine of- the pool, I-, I hacked into the, uh, wifi, uh, <laughs> the wi-fi and the bluetooth for the speaker you can listen to our recap of this segment in great detail um breaking it down beat by glorious beat. because i'm with you i absolutely loved it um i've had a good vibe about the bloodline story pretty much since i think i've used this example before basically everything wrapped around knight of champions yeah I, I, I will fight anyone that says it didn't go off the rails a little bit after WrestleMania, but they really tightened things up a bit around that tag team match at Night of Champions, and it's been, like, goaded again ever since. Um, that's fantastic, like, in terms of the content of it, the delivery of it. The I can't remember when you went away. Or I can't remember if this is the last thing we talked about there, like, or it was the first thing I discussed with Sidgwick But Jay adding the drama of telling Paul Heyman that if he's the last thing, he did that. Like those last things sort of like playing out in the build-up to give um, Roman yet more power before the reveal. You pick your own wise man when you, you know, the idea that he's going to tease Jay all the way to making his decision by offering him, what I equated to the 10 pence more an hour to wear a different coloured shirt when you work in the service industry. You know, like we've all been fooled by that yeah, that sort of like the idea of a supervisor badge or a pay rise that isn't worth all the extra work it's so relatable
0: adam you're yeah. not you're not just an an old bog standard tesco worker now your price
1: integrity that's yeah be, like jay was going to be the assistant to the tribal chief <laughs> like it was it was just integrity man uh but it was just it was it played out magnificently the match for money in the bank kicks AS. Oh. um the the idea that's being uh, Sid made a point, and the more I've thought about it, the more he might be right. He's right a lot. I'll never tell him that, but <laughs> uh, he like the match has been built at the bloodline civil war, and Sitch has this belief that somehow they are forced back together narratively because he's not sure that the um, the that's probably lack of faith in the company's ability to get this to like I don't know WrestleMania forty with Cody and more on Cody in a second, but I uh, the the way in which now we have arrived at this really awesome match. The potential for whatever awaits, it's got to be Roman and Jay, hasn't it? At SummerSlam, but the the singles matches that are to follow, um, and, in, and indeed, as well, the actual execution by WWE of the visuals. Because the two I want to highlight were Roman Reigns not even defending himself as he clambered back to his feet to eat the double super kick oh. because he was so full of rage and shock and disbelief. like it was like the a bit in, um. In a like a horror film or a thriller, when you, the person's dead and they're walking away, and there's that one last, and then psh, 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 more bullets than ever, bang 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 bang, bang, bang in yeah. the head. Roman played that magnificently. And did you see the digital exclusive? No. Oh man, yeah. I can't, I can't believe I got to tell you this, Will Von. So they put a digital exclusive of Roman sat in the ring. Heyman can't be seen in the shot. Solo's out, and he's just leaning against the bottom rope, like when Kenny mega positions somebody for a V trigger. Yeah, like leaning prone trying to wrap his head around what on earth has happened to him. And obviously, because the, the Usos are playing, uh, the, the music's playing, mm-hmm. because penitentiary kind of music is playing, and the camera is just on Roman, and then the music in the building goes, it ain't paranoia, it's the Usos. And oh. he he sells it, and he registers it, and the oh. camera seems even harder on him. It's like, oh my God, what situation am I in now? And the video is just fantastic. And- what well, do actors do? You know, That's why they get the Oscars. That's it, yeah. You don't get the nominations for no reason, do you? Oscar buzz is uh, is not happening by accident with the story, she was saying. I just want to say quickly, so I'm not being a whinging, miserable sod on this podcast about Cody. It's only, The only reason I bring this up is because why are you are still wrong? What I wanted here yeah. was for Cody to cause this. The butterfly effect of Cody's win causes this rather than it being very wwe of basically hey i'm your hero and i'm gonna win the belt when the guy is completely alone and with absolutely no <laughs> like, so, <laughs> absolute lowest i'm gonna swoop in and take his title
0: well um not only have i uh committed to my take that they were right to not put the title on cody uh i'm about to double down um mm-hmm. because uh, i'm a complete hypocrite because i ranted and raved when sammy guevara walked around with two belts i'd have um roman hold all three all the time because I think it's an incredible visual. And, you know, I'm not completely wrong. I didn't say they should hold off and, uh, you know, they shouldn't put the title on Cody and they should hold off to WrestleMania 40. No, you put the title on LA (laughs) Knight, who is the biggest over guy in WWE right now. Mm -hmm. What noise he gets every week from, you know, SmackDown, to the bit with Logan Paul that you sent me whilst I was away. Tonight, he faces Rey Mysterio. He's the best. He's the absolute best. And I should give a shout out as well. Go and check this out because uh, the brilliant Alex McCarthy, a friend of ours who we mm-hmm. hung out with at the WrestleMania a couple of years ago, has done a really good interview with LA. Uh, we talked a little bit about it on the news this morning. Go and check that out. But yeah, your thoughts on uh, his status right now.
1: It's really exciting when a wrestler gets over like this. I'm not gonna say it's organic um because when if well I've said this on other podcasts and on the news video, he feels like the big push and pull guy between Triple H and Vince McMahon, doesn't he? Yeah. He feels like a, a like the sort of this, the mid, the little flag on those ropes in the tug of war has got an LA Knight, yeah, written across the <laughs> middle of it as Triple H and Vince McMahon pull both ways because he was like this before WrestleMania, and then he didn't get on the card, and then it reveals just how much Vince was meddling and mixing in again over the weekend. He was the guy that benefited most from that. Well, other than us, when we got sent to pitch black from that kind of Royal Rumble disaster with Bray Wyatt. Yes, uh, this is not new information. So the fact that like these reactions that we're seeing now are uh, it, it's organic in the sense that he's not exactly been like in high-profile matches and title situations, but he's been generating these reactions for a while. He's been working it. Like that catchphrase has been over. Like we we really got him in a big way in NXT. Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think they're like we were always like you weren't to be fair, but like we were just like anybody else when it came to the Stone Cold Rock Austin comparisons, and he didn't exactly feel like Triple H was on the nub of the youth movement when he brought him in to NXT in 2021. His debut was strange, it was on a kickoff and all that. But very, very quickly we learned the like his genuine value and just how excited a performer he was. And he just carried that on basically. And I think a lot of other people have done that journey with him. Um his age doesn't hurt him. Like I'm seeing that used against him a little bit, and it really doesn't. We talk a lot about television age. For one, this character is what mm. a year old in television terms, anyway. But what his actual age, what his birth certificate age gives him clearly is experience. It gives him confidence. It gives him belief in who he is. He knows that he knows his character way more than half the roster knows theirs. Yeah. And he's not required to compromise. And that's why he's one of the only people that when Logan Paul's on camera doesn't look completely overwhelmed by him. Mm-hmm. He didn't. And I don't think he's going to win because I think Logan Paul is a, Logan Paul winning money in the bank is the same as Roman Reigns beating Cody Rhodes. No matter what you kind of think would make the best sense for the booking, the the reality isn't the booking, the reality is something else. And Logan Paul turning up, doing whatever Logan Paul does with a giant briefcase in hand or converting the briefcase into a big green bottle of prime. Yeah. Like that's what they do. And if he isn't on to be fair, if he isn't on screen regularly, it makes his appearance as a surprise, doesn't it? Like if mm-hmm. he runs out the cash in and he's not even booked, that's a moment, isn't it? That's Absolutely. A, that's a big surprise. So I kind of think they'll go with Logan Paul. But in the building in London in a couple of weeks' time, it's like gonna be it's gonna be LA's night over this side of the pond, even if he can't win it. Um he's lost, obviously, last
0: week. Um shenanigans and mm-hmm. his previous win, of course, grabbing the ropes and what have you, and then like I say the reversal of fortunes last week. Mm-hmm. You're getting mixed in with the LWO, basically. Do you, you think he beats Ray Mysterio tonight or maybe loses and then starts beating him up and more LWO stuff?
1: I think he loses because, well, I think he loses because Santos Escobar interferes, mm. right? And they've had a little bit of aggro these last couple of weeks. They're both going to be in Money in the Bank. Early night wants to win because he believes he's the best. Santos Escobar wants to win because he wants him and Zelina Vega to be Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank for the LWO. But last week you might not have seen this there was somewhat of an implication that eventually santos has to go, i will turn on ray mm. he's really laying on th- i love you ray mysterio <laughs> you, are, you are like a non deadbeat dad to me ray mysterio <laughs> and it sort of feels like yet again like ray's like oh great like i know my son turned on me but the one thing you will never do my new adopted son is turn on me etc so i kind of think that's where they're going to go um so maybe santos tries to help and he goes a bit wrong and like that's to feed into money in the bank but longer term it's to have ray be a bit patronizing and be like hey man it's okay you got over exuberant it's no worries like that's what it is being a kid in this business i'm gonna help you and he's gonna be like all right i love you but don't patronize me mate and (laughs) then that sort of starts this little because i I sense that's where they might be going long term with ray and santos Mm. um but maybe tonight all is still rosy and ray gets the win
0: a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, we've got a tag title unification match tonight, of course uh It is the women's tag team champions Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus the NXT women's tag team champions uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn.
1: uh Will Ronda Rousey
0: be?
1: <laughs> no, she won't be. She's going to win the tag team titles alongside her partner Shayna Baszler, uh, which is rubbish for these people with magic powers because magic powers aren't as powerful as. Touch the referee. There's a bit of a do, don't they? But, well, you think that, wouldn't you? So they should just do that to Ronda and yeah. Shayna. Look, I'm going to level you, Will um, me and Sidgwick previewed this last week because I read copy that it was on for last week's SmackDown and then it was actually moved to this one. <laughs> and it's a Friday SmackDown recording tradition and I've got one eye on the other Just Eat clock for when my chips arrive. So if you want to listen to my extended thoughts on this match, they were previewed last Friday. Uh, long story short, of course, Ronda and Shayna are winning uh, and on we go. But it's okay because new tag teams are forming in NXT and on Raw all the time for a division that's now got one less set of belts. <laughs> Yeah, it's all there on last week's preview. Um, long story short, the obvious winners win.
0: And uh, they're setting up in terms of women's division just generally. They're setting up quite nicely. Bianca, Charlotte and Asker as a triple threat following on from
1: the Friday before Money in the Bank, isn't it? It's next week. That's a week today. It's Charlotte versus Asuka with um, Bianca ringside because she's had to take matters into her own hands. So, What could possibly go wrong there? Indeed. God, it's a really exciting prospect. It's going to be hot, though. Like, the women's title match, this is a preview for, it for next week, I suppose, but the women's title match is next week. The um, uh, It's good for work, isn't it? No, it's uh, it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending their tag team yes. titles as well.
0: Yeah, let's talk pretty deadly, because... Yes, boy. I mean, I could see it coming an absolute mile off once the Brawling brute started rolling on that gauntlet, but I yeah. still loved it. Yeah. Um, Because there's a bit of me that thinks they might switch the titles. (laughs) No One Contender's Pretty Deadly is just a real masterstroke. And they're just such brilliant, unbearable pricks.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I think they're, like, last week, the the booking of that gauntlet was a bit of a mess um, in how the Street Profits were just tossed aside in a couple of minutes. It could be worse. You could be hit row. Yeah, like obviously like flop dollar was the big conversation point on monday morning thanks for coming flop dollar uh all of that sort of stuff but what i did love the one thing i can and that was the point yeah so the, the michael cole doing the kind of oh my god the brawling brinks have been out here such a long time and it had been like 10 minutes or something yeah and then they have the, the last match was pretty deadly goes about the same length of the time that they were in there in the first place so pretty deadly of putting a shift themselves. It wasn't like it was a smash and grab, you know. Mm. What, what was good and what we've, I think, appreciated every week was pretty deadly doing yet another um, just-within-the-rules-clever finish. Mm-hmm. Like this week, it was like a really smart blind tag. Um, and they've done stuff like that all the time. And I'm quite excited for that next week. I'm quite excited for them doing that on Zane and Owens. With Zane and Owens as the old professionals, maybe spotting a couple of them. So, like, pretty deadly, like... No, he have an anger problem. He does indeed, yeah. He could, bl- like, blow his stack a little bit because pretty deadly keep almost getting away with these clever little cheap tricks and that becomes the story of the match. In the meantime, what I would really like this week, there's no, like, www.com uh, copy on this, is there? No, I think it's... I'm
0: just yeah. assume they're going to be poking the bear, basically.
1: I think so. I would like to see them uh, do a PowerPoint-adjacent preparing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for England skit, where they just go, like I want them to both look like Joey Tribbiani in the London episode of Friends with those stupid hats on. Um, I want them to like be eating a full English breakfast and then use a beef eater bear to mop up the beans like Alan Partridge does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want them to talk at length. They can sing Candle in the wind 97. Uh, Just any sort of, big moments in british cultural history that they think owens and Zay able like this. maybe they should say look guys we can bond we're both members of the commonwealth <laughs> like, yeah tell them that if they get there so they'll say here's what pretty deadly should do WWE you can have this one elton kit if you're listening uh we're so excited to be wrestling on smackdown in our home country next week not just because we'd rather be there than here in America because nobody would believe that it's a complete lie. We can't get Mountain you over here legally. Um, but because by the time that our tag match is finished, we can get back to our hotel for the repeat of BBC Four screen of Top of the Pops
0: 1994. Any, 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 uh, because I know people enjoy this. Any belters recently
1: on there? Oh, oh, right. So we've hit like late November, early December, and 1994. I know we throw this term around quite a lot. Might be the most goated Christmas period ever, right? So ninety-four. So here's the thing, right? um PJ and Duncan, Anton, Deck, oh. an insipid ballad called Eternal Love, and it's like they're probably thinking, "I, ah, we might clean up Christmas number one with this." <laughs> like, not the stupidest thing they'll do. That was supporting Newcastle United, but it's probably the second stupidest thing they could do because, on the same episode, right, shooting for Christmas number one as a novelty record is the Power Rangers theme tune. Oh God, yes, yeah, so good hit the charts and absolutely i was talking to Cedric about this on another podcast i kind of resented the power rangers because it made me realize at school that nobody was into wrestling anymore (laughs) but nonetheless the power rangers have arrived uh love me for a reason Boyzone's debut single celine dion's kicking around with think twice but nobody's going to really pick up on that till after christmas that's like kind of um well, Think Twice is better, but that's a bit like how they like left clues in about Page and Omega and AEW, that you were supposed mm. to
0: watch down the line. It so was you know, Drew McIntyre getting patted just before Christmas, wasn't it? Exactly and that. the Rumble.
1: By March, top of the card. But like nobody's quite buying it yet, but that's kicking around. And then, right, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh. And this was on an episode, by the way, presented by Lily Savage, legend. Oh, yes. Goated, right? So Lily Savage presents Mariah Carey, and then she's like, oh, and here's another band that I like i absolutely love um maybe they're gonna shoot for christmas too stay another day by 17. wow um, you know what opened the show do you know what the hot opener was it was a curtain jerker the curtain jerker was wigfield's second single not saturday night but another day uh, <laughs> google after the podcast it sounds the same it's another day yeah we're having lots of fun this morning, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I said it's all we're heading into Christmas on top of the pop, but this week, uh, will be delayed. Like Christmas will have to wait because it's Glastonbury this week, so that'll uh, that always gets in the way of the um, the top of the pops coverage. That's be good, top of the pops, better. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Phil Chambers. If you're at Glastonbury this weekend, yes, and you're absolutely decimating a toilet, think of Phil Chambers who will be cleaning it in order to enjoy, um have well, free bands i guess yeah but he goes down there and he, he puts in a shift doesn't he at Glastonbury. Right.
0: he's he's working for his ticket fair play to him and uh yeah well, always wanted to go to glastonbury never
1: been yet one one day i've never been it's like it, for a lot of years it was one of the few things left on my like live music bucket list and then last year i had this epiphany pith- i forget who i was watching um but it was one of the later sets and they did that really gorgeous um slow pan out of the crowd Mm-hmm. And it was massive it was absolutely massive and I just it was maybe like half 10 at night and Adele and the kids had gone to bed and I was just like oh this is finished And I'm gonna turn it off and go in the kitchen and get some biscuits yeah I was there I'd be in that for an hour before I was doing anything and I just had this the first time ever normally I would always pick that kind of hassle because I love that hassle but um, I think my age my immortality hit me for the first time ever in that moment
0: yeah I um I can see myself getting to the stage where I book the time off work around Glastonbury, yeah, and then just get drunk in my living room and camp in my own back garden to get the
1: experience. <laughs> I remember during the pandemic, um, BBC were showing old Glastonbury footage so that you could cry, and uh, we had a neighbour down the road who, like about like six houses down, um, whose son was turning eighteen. Oh. And I think it was in that summer period where I forget what the rules were or where things were set exactly. But basically, he had, well, like, some Tories did as well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he had three mates in his back garden and they like positioned, like basically made like corner flags, and that's where they could all sit. But then like the music got louder and they were drinking. So because they couldn't like all go near each other, they were just singing. So it was getting like laddier and louder. And I like, so I was watching Glassbury on the telly, sad. And I just went and sat out in the garden, listened to them singing and drinking instead. It's (laughs) close enough, isn't it? Good enough. I'm a, i am I say all this and I'm a complete hypocrite because I'm going to Glasgow, Scotland for a festival in a couple of weeks. So I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh, nice. Uh, It's a city centre one. So no camping. Perfect. Go there for that. I didn't even tell you who's like he's. I'm going to see pulp basically, but it's ended up being a three day weekend and a bender. So, like, we'll <laughs> be playing the Friday, but it's like we got the whole festival. Yeah, we we'll have got the whole festival. Do you know who's um, uh, speaking of absolute trash, I think um, Sam Fender's headline on the Saturday, so I'll be able to find I'll probably go out in town, but um, do you know who's on underneath this is a crime in and of itself. Do you know who's on just before um, Sam Fender on the Saturday night in Glasgow? Block Pie, no i mean i'd burn the place down after they finished if that was the case <laughs> but uh basically i'm hoping that the sun's going to be shining because under my feet there's going to be oh! and above me there's going to be a <laughs> boo sky no sam fender i ah, want up die because george hessler's <laughs> going to be there so i love going away with
0: my my beautiful uh heavily pregnant wife <laughs> Uh, just a wonderful escape from everything that's been going on you know a little bit of a preparation full disclosure though when i got back one of the first things i did michael hamphlet and this is a little bit of a sneak preview i'm not sure if we've talked about this on the podcast yet one of the first things i googled was posy <laughs> 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 joe's closing time saturday oh yeah because we're a week
1: away yeah that's uh, that's what I get excited about. We've, look, me and you were going to be doing Forb- uh, Forbidden Door, really exciting, yeah. like legit all time wrestling dream match. Uh, that we Sunday night.
0: I much prefer Sunday night pay for views
1: Same, agree. We'll be doing the Forbidden like everyone listening to this should come and join us if you're watching Forbidden Door. Come and watch it with us. It's good, going to be a good time.
0: And me and Sid, if you're wondering, if I'm going to do a preview. We're getting Sid on Wrestle Culture today to talk a little
1: bit about it. Excellent. However, we're also doing Money in the Bank at UK time. Oh, so it's basically uh, the pub for three hours, isn't it? Like that, we <laughs> in the pub, then we'll go to the pub, and then we'll go to the pub. It's gonna be the best tonight, so join us for that as well. It's all good,
0: and then we're going out. We have been out, out, me and you for well, Christmas, since Christmas, basically.
1: Out, out, can't wait.
0: Oh, anyway, let's talk a little bit more about SmackDown because uh, I'm, I'm fully scolded, I have no idea what you've been up to in NXT because I've I've sort of deliberately avoided keeping up with that because it's such a mad show that I can't wait for next week. You to fill me in on half the stuff that's been going on with that show. So I've no idea what's been going on with him and Baron Corbin, but I know that he has been targeting the man who beat him in like six seconds (laughs) of his debut. And that is, of course, I've got to be careful on Google Meet because I never know what bit loses my audio. So I'll do a sort of (laughs) restraint. It
1: says reducing noise on my... Google me. You so I I think you nailed that. I was gonna say you sound like you're underwater, but it's not the week for that. So we'll just say that you <laughs> nailed that. Um unlike WWE when it comes to this feud, because it's been a bit rubbish, Corbin. Yeah, I'll save the NXT stuff, but there's really very little to save. He's fighting mm-hmm. for the belt on Tuesday. Uh done for the ratings, though, by the way. So let's come on. Yeah. Hey man, barren numbers. But uh I uh, decked Cameron Grimes last week as a revenge attack. You've missed nothing. You've missed absolutely nothing. Okay. Like you hit Repeat him. Backwards. Revenge for Corbin. Uh, Oh, He's got to win. He's got a tight match on Tuesday. He's going to win. He's going to beat Cameron Grimes by. So Cameron Grimes is going to go for the cave in straight away. And Corbin's going to catch him with. Uh, what's the one that Drew McIntyre didn't ruin? I was at the end of days and the deep other one. Deep six. Deep six. Uh, he's going to hit. He's going to do a cave in into an end of days. Well, I was thinking which one would he go for? Like, yeah, the, whichever one basically Cameron Grimes can kick out of two from. He's going to kick out of two, but that's going to be the hot start. And then Corbin's going to cheat to win.
0: Yes, cheat to win, set up the rubber match
1: yeah. after the title match. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... They call rubber matches rubber matches in wrestling because it just involves protecting both guys. <laughs> Never thought about that till now. And, um, and In my personal life, I never need to
0: think about that again. Hey, Finally, um, let's talk about. I'm actually really into this. They've really slow played mm. it, but one of the big storylines going into money. Well, I was, was going to say going into money, the bank, We don't know if it's going into money, the bank yet. Is damage Qatar? Obviously, get well soon, Dakota Kai. Wish her well in a recovery. Always got to say that. Um, but they, they've. they've st- this is very much me and you with Bailey and Sasha Banks in the pandemic. Like they're, they're, they're really doing this, aren't they? Still
1: happening. So, um, um,
0: Bailey obviously trying to help uh EO Sky cost the match uh with Zillina Vega last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and now EO Sky accepted on Bailey's behalf a match with Shotzi, which could mean that Bailey misses out on money in the bank. How do you see this one going and, and EO Sky's involvement in it?
1: I, I didn't expect this, truthfully. No. Um, yeah, EO last week. Um, accepting the match on Bailey's behalf was obviously very much her trying to get a measure of revenge for Bailey's screw ups over the last few weeks, including the big one at Backlash, and then last week as well. So I, they've kind of, they've, they've got me here. I yeah. think Bailey might lose. I think Bailey might lose. Bailey. So here's the thing, right there. There's fact and fiction colliding here. In the fiction, if Bailey loses, she then has to, in order to save face, back EOS Sky to the hilt at Money in the Bank. Oh, I I'll was... hold the ladder for you while she climb here. Exactly. I was in the match and now I'm not. Uh, so I guess all I'm here to do is be here for you and be your cheerleader and assist you. And then how's that going to play out? Do we get the turn, etc.? Like, so in the fiction You're of right. our shoulders and then electric chair off the top of the ladder. That is a brilliant pitch, well Like, <laughs> that is so good. It makes me wonder why we've never pitched something like that prior to now. Um I don't know if you've seen the collision, but by the way, where? Uh, Luchasaurus wins the belt, and then Christian celebrates like he's won it. I
0: I, I, I had to double check with Andy on the news this morning that that wasn't a dream I've had because I had a <laughs> dream a holiday that was in the acclaimed, and we were doing a four-way scissor.
1: <laughs> no, it was, he Luchasaurus wins, and then he hasn't yet touched the belt. Nope. Christian grabs it. I'm the champ, and then he's standing on the post, and he tells Luchasaurus to put him on his shoulders. We're talking a
0: little bit about that on the collision preview later as well because he's addressing the TNT title. It says on the uh,
1: on the notes. <laughs> That is great, man. Um, so yeah, you've got this huge drama for Money in the Bank if Bailey's not in it. And in real life, who always wants to do more for the division than Bailey? Who is constantly trying to? I mean, look, Damage Control has failed, but the very reason it was burst in the first place was because that's kind of what Bailey wanted to do was help like elevate others around her. Putting over Shotzi Backhart in a match here uh, that hopefully makes Shotzi looks half decent, and then throws a complete maniac into a multi woman ladder match. Yeah at six seven days notice whatever it is i think she might get beat
0: there's a there's a i've written i've written my notes weirdly here because i've written could bailey miss out on money in the bank and and i wanted to not be in the match but obviously be involved in money in the bank because i think i i I think now especially now i'm thinking actually because money in the bank's in england the the play is is not bailey Oh, you're halfway up the ladder, and I'm going to tip it over now. And oh, it's just your Bog Standard thing. I like the spot now, just thinking of it, of she's not cheating to help EO, but she's a cheerleader for her on the yeah. night. Um, you could do EO. I still think EO is Miss Money in the Bank actually could be a really good decision. I think she's someone who's who's ideal to put in up I don't think it's gonna be her, but you've got a lot of stuff going on. You've got Becky Lynch in there, etc. Mm. etc. Um, but I do like the spot of EO's on her own climbing ladder. Oh my god, it's gonna happen. And whoever, it could be Trish, it could be Shotzi, could be anyone. Bailey's trying to deal with them, pushes Bailey. Bailey staggers into the ladder, knocks ladder over. EO Sky subsequently doesn't win money in the bank. And if she turns on Bailey in London, yeah. that's the babyface spot for, for Bailey, isn't it? In terms of like a bit muddled in terms of like well bailey's not been an angel throughout all this but in england you can do no wrong if you're bailey
1: bailey's this is her second home this side of the water is her second home she is beloved over here and rightfully so we do not forget is why uh stubbornly refused to acknowledge that she was bad when she got called up to the main roster yeah. just ignored years and years of terrible booking um
0: and thought- then at the next next pay-per-view you can have a live performance in the vein of hardy by dj otsey so perfect yes
1: no he's no. still
0: popular isn't he vince
1: I'm sure, i bet he was popular on your holiday was he i bet you he could hear dj obviously kicking around from every bar it was a weird thing of
0: they had sort of knockoff. it was like they couldn't didn't get that couldn't get the rights to certain songs yeah except one day where they had a seemingly had a playlist of three songs and i i went i can't handle this and louise <laughs> trains hey soul sister six times this uh, hour once is more than enough thank yeah. you so yeah i'm just gonna see what's what dj oxy's up to right now um still alive so that's a good start
1: <laughs> i was in a situation where I, I forget where i was can't remember if it was like kids like one of the kids' discos. It wasn't ours, but we were there, obviously, because the kids have been invited. And it, like you know, the Father Ted episode where the Spin Master's only got um, Ghost Town by the Specials, yes. and he'd keep playing it. This DJ obviously had a similar problem. Like I thought this stuff would have gone away in the era of Spotify, but maybe like he would lost his phone. And he just had whatever CDs were in his car. And we must have had over the course of a two-hour kids' party—no exaggeration—five plays. What's that song where that? Complete douchebag. I, I can't remember. It's like, sorry, I'm marrying her and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, I'm going to marry you'll marry that girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Like, I'm married. Where are you going to be? So rude? rude, magic rude. That's it. Was it about like teaching kids manners? I don't know. But like, honestly, that like five times at a kid's party and it, like either that or the, the birthday boy had terrible taste. But like, and he just kept requesting it. But I, I that one came up and I just, I remember thinking, I can't do this. We have, to, we have to leave. I know you've not got your party bag, but we have to leave. I can't get through this again. He's going to marry her anyway. <laughs> I just like the idea.
0: <laughs> Eos sky jumping, Bailey, and then Michael going, oh, my God, that's Gerhard Friedel, better known as DJ Otz. <laughs>
1: Gerhard Friedel.
0: He, uh, according to Wikipedia, hasn't released a single since 2016, so... <laughs>
1: Very topical.
0: Was that a Hey Baby remix? It wasn't actually.
1: Has he released a Hey Baby remix at any point in his illustrious career? Do
0: you know what he's been he's been good? He's uh and he hasn't quite had the success. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Tell a lie. Hey baby, unofficial
1: World Cup remix. There it is. The World Cup remix. Apparently. Is that over here? Did somebody not do like a hey hey England or something yeah, like that? Yeah, probably. Some
0: terrible and no, score a goal. Yeah. More into um more into freed from desire at the moment. Don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> uh Ryan. <right. laughs> we uh, won't be reviewing
1: SmackDown, will we? I've just realized. No, possibly not. We might not be able to fit it in
0: next week. We'll we'll talk more about it on the on the SmackDown preview next week. Um, yeah. but with Forbidden Door and oh god, money in the bank. Lots to talk about, but we'll we'll We'll, we'll try, find and, try to get back to some sort of normality next week. But let us know your thoughts ahead of Smackdown tonight uh, on Twitter at what WWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hanflet at Michael Hanflet. Follow me at Adam Wilburn. Follow us all at WhatCulture WWE and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Um, me and Sid will be doing the Collision Preview. You've got Wrestle Culture Double news today as well. So lots of stuff coming your way. It's nice to be back. For now, my thanks to Michael Hanford. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.
1: This message comes from BOF sponsor, eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So, look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms.
2: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.